This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. This is This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod. I'm Paul Stevenson. Today is March the 10th, and on this day in 1984, Deep Purple reunited its famous Mark II lineup of the band. This is, of course, Blackmore, Pace, Glover, Lord, and Gillen. This version of the band had last played together in 1973, and they remained as a group to record Nobody's Perfect and In the Absence of Pink, before Ian Gillen leaves in 1989, being replaced by former Rainbow singer Joe Lynn Turner. And you can hear all about Joe Lynn Turner's time in Deep Purple on a video I've put on YouTube. So go to YouTube, search for Vintage Rock Pod, and you should see it as the latest video up there. Go and check it out. Go on. Anyway, on this day in 1981, Jimmy Page took to the stage for the first time since the breakup of Led Zeppelin following John Bonham's death. He joined his old pal Jeff Beck on stage in London to play some encores with his friend. On this day in 1978, punk band The Buzzcocks released their debut album, Another Music in a Different Kitchen. It featured the singles Orgasm Addict and I Don't Mind. On this day in 1975, the Rocky Horror Show, which had been playing in London for a couple of years, opened on Broadway. It featured Meatloaf playing both roles of Eddie and Dr. Scott. It would later be made into a movie with Meatloaf playing the motorcycle-riding Eddie. And on this day in 1964, it's said that Simon and Garfunkel recorded the classic track The Sound of Silence. It would become a number one hit in America. But for today's main show, we focus on someone turning 76 years old today. Yes, born on this day in 1947 and turning 76 today is the guitarist and leader of the band Boston, Tom Schultz. He was the group's primary songwriter but wasn't one to crave the spotlight, described as an un-rock and roll figure by all music. As well as the millions of records he's sold, he's also done a lot of charitable work, establishing his own foundation in 1987. Now, I interviewed his former bandmate, Barry Goodrow, on episode 74 of Vintage Rock Pond, and I'm going to play a short clip from that interview talking about the early days of meeting Tom and starting the band. Over the next little while, musicians started to get together and the nucleus of the band started to form, didn't it? And as you mentioned there, you and Tom were working together. How did you first meet Tom? Well, I went off to college at uh, Boston University, and right across the river from Boston University is uh, MIT. Uh, a guy I had been in a band with in high school uh, was over at MIT. And, you know, both of us were trying to take school seriously. And, you know, we still wanted to play music. So we said, you know, let's get together and we'll just play just for the fun of it. And, you know, we ended up rehearsing in the basement of his uh, fraternity house. And, you know, we'd play fraternity parties and that sort of thing just, just for, for yucks. So at one point, we decided we wanted to get a keyboard player, and I put an ad in the uh, local newspaper for a keyboard player, and Tom Scholes answered the, the ad. You know, he was a classical trained piano player, and at that point, it was just starting to uh, take up guitar. And he came and, and played with us, and obviously, he had just graduated MIT in five years with a master's degree and was at that point working at Polaroid. So for him... I think he felt really comfortable being back at MIT around 
you know, MIT types. And uh, he joined the band, and it wasn't uh, long after that that uh, he started uh, doing some writing. In fact, the piece uh, called Foreplay was one of the first things that he had written, and we actually did that right back in the uh, fraternity in those days. And uh, obviously that uh, stood the test of time. And I'll be back tomorrow with more on this day rock goodness. So until then, take care. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.